your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Sola. All right, welcome to Wednesday, everybody. We've got Brad Williams in studio. We're going to kick off this the way we've been doing it for over a week now and and getting an update on where we're at with the Eric Sackett murder trial. Uh, some other things I thought we could talk about to uh, Eric, uh, not Eric, Jake Patterson, the kidnapper of Jamie Kloss. He got in a fight in jail. I thought that was kind of interesting. Uh, beer sales apparently on the decline. And uh, Wisconsin's GOP leader, Voss, what's his name? No, I Robin his Voss name. is, yeah, the assembly Robin speaker. Voss, yes. he said that climate change is probably real. Of course, okay. of course it's probably real because it's a pretty general statement. But first, Brad, we got you in here. We're going to talk about the Eric Sackett murder trial. You think maybe a day left in this? It looks like it because today was the uh, day of the last witnesses, and this went pretty quickly. Uh, they usually started uh, court about 8.45 each morning of the trial. Not every day, but uh, they did today. There were a few more rebuttal witnesses that the uh, prosecution called. They went through five witnesses. And before 9.30 this morning, they were done, and Judge Levine sent the uh, jury home for the rest of the day because they'll have the closing statements tomorrow, and then they will get the uh, case and will be sequestered until they reach a verdict. Seems like kind of a waste to just spend 25 minutes in court today. That's, that was some of the feeling in uh, among other people, well, mainly in the media room. Yeah. It's like, we, we just got here. But uh, that's... It, it, the judge, uh, Elliot Levine, explaining that it it's a bit smoother to, if you have the uh, jury deliberations start immediately after the closing statements, at least people have already heard them immediately. It's not like a whole day has gone by since they did that. Do, they, do you think they have their closing statements ready, or does that do oh, they need a night to prepare for they that? They probably were spending maybe part of the last weekend preparing them because they knew it was going to be a week and a half. So, uh, But they'll be probably putting finishing touches on them tonight. Because maybe the, maybe in the 25 minutes they spent in court today probably didn't change their closing statements too much. Not too much, I wouldn't think. Because you could have just did 25 minutes in court today. All right, let's do closing statements well, closing right now. Closing statements <laughs> are, are pretty much a, a restatement or a, a re assessment of what they said in the opening statements and recapping what you've heard in the testimony so far. Yeah. I just I just feel like yeah, I could have just got it all done today. And then they could. they could have, but they weren't prepared to uh, have the jury start today. That's the whole thing. Sure. It, they had been saying, "Okay, Thursday be prepared to possibly stay Thursday night if you need to. We'll send you to a hotel." And so uh, there is obviously no telling how long the jury will be out. So it could take a full night. It could take, there have been cases, you know, two or three days in uh, La Crosse County okay. for certain trials. Um, and again, I guess we, we should always reset this. Uh, Eric Sackett is on trial for murdering Aaron Samvali. Samvali, I always want to say Samvali. Also known as Aaron Bushick. Yes, but. and we were talking about this on the show a couple of days ago. You know, Aaron was found oddly-ish tied to bricks or concrete bricks, blocks. Uh, concrete blocks were tied by ropes to her body when she was uh, her body was found at Rung Hollow Lake in Vernon County yep. in June of last year. And this was two weeks after she was last seen alive by most people. And the defense is trying to say that she might have tied 
those to that herself. That it was suicide because uh, she had a lot of problems in her life right around the time that she disappeared. And she had spoken of uh, attempting suicide and she was angry at Eric Sackett. They had gone together for a short time. He had uh, found a new girlfriend, and that was uh, one of the elements. Now, we were told in the uh, testimony by Eric Sackett the other day that uh, they had spent several hours together on the day of June 3rd of last year, including at a cabin that Sackett's family has on the lake. Where she was found, yeah. Yes. Um, And June 4th is the day she was reported missing. June 4th is the day she was reported missing, and a couple of people uh, were called on the stand today to uh, who had said that they think they saw, or or that they were investigating reports that they had seen Aaron on the 4th at a store or else driving around somewhere. So uh, when she actually died is not definitely known. But Eric Sackett, so he apparently had a new girlfriend, but he still, he said he spent the day with Aaron June 3rd, the day before she he, was reported missing. That's what he missing. says, yes. And he also says that she showed up at his house around bar time on the morning of the 4th. Okay. And uh, he said uh, his girlfriend was with it. He said, I lied. My girlfriend wasn't with me, but he, he wanted he to get, wanted her, out of there. get her out of there. And she left, and that's the last time he says he saw her. Now, there was also the report of uh, a loud Thud. A thud uh, the night before in, in her apartment, apartment. and which, Eric was there, which uh, Eric <clears throat> says was uh, the result of they were trying to move around a box that had a swimming pool in it and dropped it on the floor. Okay, the thud was heard by the father of the neighbor. This is a duplex where Aaron had lived, and the, mm-hmm. the neighbor and her father were next door. So the night, the night of June second, June June, June third, going into June fourth. Oh, so June third, Aaron and Eric were spending the night moving uh, boxes around this her was apartment late at night. Okay, June. There was a, there was a noise late at night. Now he says that. This is what happened. Sure. Yes. We. It's always interesting to say, like, oh, I have a new girlfriend. I was trying to get her away from me. Yet you spent the whole day together with her, including at her because apartment. Because she was upset, and uh, I, that that right. was the impression you get is that he was trying to smooth things over with her. And so they did spend much of the day together. This is his testimony from a few days ago. If nothing else comes from this, probably going to have to break up with his new girlfriend since he's spending all this time with Aaron. Um, well, okay. But I, but I did I, we we did talk about this a little bit before and, the show. And it was before uh, in the build up to the trial before that there had been investigations uh there were suspicions that uh, she had uh threatened him uh threatened to make an accusation that would send him back to prison because he had been to prison before and that was cited by the prosecution as a possible motive in his case for trying to kill her but throughout the trial there have been uh, presentations of evidence where the uh, medical examiner says they couldn't determine specifically what the cause of death was but it looked like that someone had to have killed her some violent but, yes. right something violent or which which another pathologist disagreed with yesterday when she was on the stand yeah and and the the main thrust of the defense has been since you can't really prove a specific attack that was homicide, they're arguing suicide. June 3rd, spent the day with Eric. June 4th, reported missing. When was her June body 17th. found? June 7th. So it was that long. Yes. So her body could have been in the water for it you know a couple been. of weeks. Yes. Um. All right. So, and then the one question, and we kind of answered this a little bit, but like, what is the key detail that pins Eric Sackett to murdering 
Aaron? Uh, I don't know that there is a key detail that the, that, soda, course, the would, smoking gun, would, right? Would That's be, what maybe uh, again would be brought out by the uh, prosecution in the uh, closing statements, also the opening statements. But there, uh, the the theories basically are that she may have threatened him, or that he really wanted to break ties with her because he had a new girlfriend. Sure. All right. So the, in the witnesses that we saw five minutes each about, right, from five witnesses today. Pretty much and, today, yes. And, so and that, nothing the, the really... witnesses are done. They'll have the closing arguments tomorrow. And it's, at some point tomorrow, the jury will get the case, and we wait. Okay. All right. Thanks, Brad. Okay. Brad Williams, day five, six, seven, day eight of the Eric Sackett murder trial. It looks like day nine might be the last one. We're going to go to news. Uh, we'll be back. Right here on Wisdom after this. All right, welcome back to the Crosstalk PM. If you want to get in here, 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. Speaking of talk, we've got Jim Dandy on the phone talking about that Eric Sackett murder trial. Jim, go ahead. How are you? Hey, I'm great. I want to ask you one question. I keep forgetting to ask you. Whatever happened to that raccoon that you captured over by your place? Oh, I caught it. I took it to the Cooley Region Humane Society. Uh, I think like at five thirty. So at the at the Scotts Comet news break, I called them and asked for an update. And they said, "Oh, it looks like he's not. He doesn't have this temper because he's hissing at us and kind of mad at us, which is good because he was very uh, lethargic when I picked him up because you're not supposed to be able to pick up raccoons." And uh, so I thought, oh, good, maybe uh, maybe I can go get him and take him back to where I found him. And then I called after the show, and they said, nope, it's distemper, and we had to put him down. So, oh no! Yeah. Oh, that's sad. Well, you tried, you tried. Yeah. But on this on the second murder trial, big guy, mm-hmm. um, I'm just curious. I, I kind of just follow it when, when you talk to Brad and on the wisdom news and stuff. So I don't really know a lot about what's going on, but I haven't heard anything about. This was in Vernon County, correct? This lake or whatever, pond or whatever? Uh, Rung Hollow Lake in Vernon County. Okay. Okay, so that's not just down the road from the cross. That's a ways away. How did she get there? Did they ever find her car or something? Somebody had to have gotten her there. So she committed suicide. Somebody had to have dropped her off there. She sure as hell didn't just walk there. Mm-hmm. So it, it leans more towards murder than anything because, you know, she wasn't just... You know what I mean? She, yeah, she didn't there. And here's so, here's a here's an interesting fact about that lake is Eric Sackett's family owns a like a lake house there. Right. Yeah, I caught that. So maybe he was visiting them and 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 um, had already done it. Um, but but she had to have gotten there somehow. Somebody had to have given her a ride, and if somebody did, you think they would have notified police? Well, I gave her a ride down there. She wanted to go visit his folks or something, and then who knows what she did after that. But so somebody had to. She's gotten there somehow, is what I'm getting at. Right. And has and, that been brought up? And, you know, it hasn't been brought up that they found her car parked, you know, a block well, away or, or, a, or whatever. You know. Well, that or so, a stray boat in the lake, right? Like if there's there's there would be a boat that she, if she's gonna tie herself up with bricks, I don't think she's gonna walk into the lake. So she would no, have to. Uh, but she, she still had to get down to the lake from Lacrosse. True. <laughs> um, the day before, the day before she was reported missing, Eric and her had spent the day together, and part of that day, I think, according to his testimony, he had he had they had driven out to the lake and spent some of that day together there. So the, the, on June third. Uh, 
Uh-huh. Okay. Well, <laughs> there it goes, you know. Them, them blocks sure didn't bounce off of a contractor's truck and go through the windshield. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks for the call. I shouldn't say that. You have a great day, Rick. Nice talking to you, buddy. Yeah. 608-785-7914 if you want to get in here. If you want to text in, I think Bill texted in. It sounds like reasonable doubt at the least. Has the prosecution proved anything? May have. Could have. I would not want to be a juror in this case. Thanks for the text, Bill. Uh, we're going to go back to the phones, I believe, is uh, Southside Tom. Are you on? Go ahead. Yeah, uh, it's Tom. Uh, Rick, um, there's something i like to say. You read off the dates that some of the things that you were talking about um, happened, but you didn't say what day of the week it is. It's more important. The number is irrelevant. I don't know where I was 60 days ago. You don't probably either, but if I see you t- figure out what day of the week it was, it that's important. June, okay, it's June important 3rd. to me. June 3rd, when Eric and Aaron spent some of the day together, according to, I believe, his what testimony. What day of the week was, was it? Sunday. What day of Sunday. the week was it? Sunday. Sunday. Okay. <laughs> How's that? Did that prove the case? Yeah, then? okay, right, okay. But you just, everybody just like it. I see somebody on Saturday, Saturday afternoon. Understand? Okay. Thank you. Yep. All right, so now we know that Aaron and Eric spent some of Sunday together and that night and the night before, apparently. Uh, back to the phones. I believe Eric from Sparta is on. Eric, how, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. What you got? A couple things. First of all, this guy is considered innocent until a jury um, convicts him. Yep. So everybody hates the guy. But the point, uh, this is not something that should be portrayed in the news. This guy is a criminal or something. He's he is. innocent, proven guilty, in the court of law. All right. Okay? He is, a, is, he is a criminal, Eric. He was just in jail not too long ago. So what? What difference does that make? Well, you just said that we're portraying him as a criminal. He is a criminal. What difference does that make? Does that make him guilty of killing somebody? Does that no, make but... him guilty because... Because he has a criminal record or something, that does not make him guilty. You understand what I'm saying? He's innocent until proven guilty. Yeah. You understand? I listen. They may have a good case against him. I don't care about that. I'm. I'm. All I'm saying is justice is justice. That's all I'm saying. Instead of convicting him before he's even had his day in court. Number two is Keith Knudsen coming on tomorrow because I can't wait till he comes on again. Yep, he's coming on tomorrow. For sure. Yep. Perfect. Thanks for it. All right. Thanks, Eric. Uh, I guess Eric is mad that we're portraying Eric Sackett as a criminal before he's accused, before he's convicted of murder, even though he's been in, just recently was in jail. Maybe not recently, but he was just in jail. Uh, I feel like a lot of the public opinion is still on the fence which you know if if the if if the public opinion that's paying attention to this case is on the fence I feel like maybe the jury is as well and i don't know are you guys are you guys on the fence here uh 
Hank the Tank. That's how we have it on our text line. Hank texts in, the burden of proof is on the prosecution to show beyond a reasonable doubt. The defense is clearly demonstrating reasonable doubt. Yeah, that's what I think. I feel like uh, everyone that, just just about everyone that, that calls or texts in isn't completely sure. You know, and the details for, for the Sackett murder trial are a little sketchy. We don't know how she died. <laughs> she was... She, she could have drowned in a lake, but she was tied to bricks or or concrete blocks, I should say. So did she drown? The, the the you know one of the experts said she was she died in a violent manner, but they weren't sure how. Uh, so and then you know just because Eric spent Eric Sackett spent the day with her the day before she was reported missing, does that mean that he did it? 608-785-7914. Uh, yeah, I feel like there's a lot of questions. I, w- I, I don't know. It, it, it's, it would be weird to be, I don't know, it would be difficult to be in the jury's position because you hear all this testimony and, you know, maybe he he was the person who did it. But if you don't have, if you have some doubt, then you're going to say, you know, I don't think he did it. And then you got this, then you have this like, wait, somebody did, somebody did it. So if it wasn't him, then it has to be someone else. Or did or did the prosecution miss out on some key details and and he's, you know, gonna get away? Speaking of I guess not getting away, uh Jamie Kloss's kidnapper, Jake Patterson, he a uh, story today on the news that he got in a fight in jail or in prison, I should say. Uh and then, then you kind of re- notice some weird details about uh, about that situation and where he's at. And I thought the, the, those were some some innocent details. And I get to those. We're going to hit Scott's comment here in a minute, and then we're going to get to the news, and we'll talk about that. And and also the fact that apparently beer sales are on the decline. All right, we'll be back right here on Wizard. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. We're talking about the Eric Sackett murder trial. Uh, but before the break, I did mention a story I saw on the wire that beer si- beer sales are on the decline. I'll get into some details on that, but Hank did text in the beer sale decline is on him. He said he's been drinking White Claws. All right, we're going to go to the phones. Eric is back. Eric from Sparta wanted to talk a little bit more about the Eric Sackett murder trial. Eric, go ahead. Uh, I did want to talk about that. Number one, is that here the dog you started out with, your bopper music? Uh, Hunger Strike, Temple the Dog. Temple the Dog, okay, cool. <laughs> um, one question I want to ask about uh, the Sackett trial is, there was a doctor involved in this somewhere that she was associated with, and he, he cannot testify. They will not bring him up to testify. The, the defense didn't want to bring him in for testimony. Why would that be? I don't know. If you're uh, trying to get him off, I, I, I mean, some of some of you guys have brought up maybe he was the one that murdered her. The defense or could the, have brought him in uh, for testimony, but they 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 didn't want to. So I, I'm not sure why. Well, I don't know. I really don't know what's going on in this case, except for I think he might be getting railed and maybe guilty. But the point is. This guy is involved somehow. And it should be investigated. Yeah, maybe that maybe that'll happen. Maybe it's happening right now. Who knows? 
Well, they said they were working up. They were not having them testify, from what I heard. Yes, you're right. Thanks a lot. Yep. Yeah, the uh, the doctor that apparently had some type of relationship with Aaron. Uh, he he could have testified at the at these hearings, but uh, they didn't bring him. They didn't bring him to the to the stand for whatever reason. So I mean, obviously the defense didn't want to bring him. They didn't think it would help their case. So he probably isn't really in the mix in that regard. Uh, 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center talking text line if you want to get in here. Now I'll get to the story. Uh, and this might make a little bit more sense when I read the rest of the, hi- the headline. Molson Coors restructuring as beer sales decline. So Coors Beer, Coors Brewing Company, to Molson Coors Brewing Company. Is that different from regular Coors Brewing Company? Uh, I'm not really sure, but I'm not a beer aficionado, but... There's a can, and it's got the Coors logo on it, so I'm guessing that's just Coors. Uh, they're laying off 500 workers worldwide, restructuring operations. Uh, they expect to save $150 million by closing offices in Denver and elsewhere. They had uh, businesses in US, the U.S., Canada, Europe, and internationally, but they're just going to focus on having two headquarters, or however you want to call that, in North America and one in Europe. So... Coors sales are on the decline. Why would that be? People don't like to drink Coors anymore? Or is it maybe because, I mean, we've had all these events in town, right? Microbreweries, are they popping up everywhere? And people are sick of the Miller lights and the Bud lights and the Coors lights. And I mean, we always have this like buy local, right? Like every every town's got a local brewery. So maybe that's why. Maybe that's part of the reason the sales are on the decline. Uh, also because of Hank the Tank drinking White Claws. And maybe that's the case too. I mean, he makes a joke that he's been, and maybe he's not joking that he's drinking White Claws, but uh, there was a White Claws shortage in the summer. Uh, anytime I went to play volleyball at a bar, people were drinking White Claws. Uh, a couple of times I saw in the garbage White Claws in the garbage with uh, holes punched in the bottom because people were shotgunning White Claws. Have you shotgunned White Claws lately? Uh, I guess it'd be a summer drink. Probably not lately then. Can you drink White Claws in in the winter? Is that weird? Is it, is it weird to have a White Claw now? Um, so yeah, it looks like uh, Coors beer drinking on the decline. I kind of thought maybe maybe that's because of these microbreweries. Uh, Lacrosse has got quite a few. I think there was like 50, 50 vendors at... Uh, when the governor pronounced it like brewery day, what was it? Microbrewery. It's not microbrewery day, but drawing a blank. Whatever Governor Evers did in the cross a couple weeks ago, you guys know what I'm talking about. I'm not a beer guy, so I don't know. But hey, I'm all for local people that own breweries. I know a couple of them. And uh, if they're going to take away from Coors, then good for them. 608-785-7914. Uh, a couple other things that I saw that I thought were interesting. Uh, where is the... Robin Voss is in the news today. So he... Here it is. He said, uh, climate change, probably real. <laughs> and that's a that's a very vague statement. And of course, what he, what he actually said, uh, the governor, Tony Evers in Wisconsin, he's putting out a task force to fight climate change. And Robin Voss, 
the Republican leader of the Wisconsin Assembly, said he's not really sure if climate change is real, but probably, but Governor Evers putting this task force together is political. He said it's just a political, it's just something political. I feel like it's probably not. There's probably a, a reason for it. It's not just doing it willy-nilly to get votes. I mean, it's really a, it shouldn't be a one-sided topic, but apparently it is. I, I don't know how climate change can be a, a, a political thing. It's something we uh, are all affected by. And if we're going to put a task force together, the task force has Republicans and Democratic members of the legislature and representatives of a broad cross-section of the state's agriculture, energy, business, health, education, and environmental interests on it. So that doesn't seem very political. Seems like uh, kind of encompasses everybody. 608-785-7914. I believe uh, we got a caller. Welcome to Lacrosse Talk PM. Who's this? This is Joe. Hey, Joe, go ahead. What you got? Hey, I think that everyone believes that the climate is changing. I think where the political, the politicizing part comes in is whether or not man has anything to do with it. So, you know, regardless of whether or not we're here, our Earth goes through different cycles where, you know, you would agree with me that at one time our Earth was almost completely frozen over. And then at one time our Earth was so hot and full of carbon in the atmosphere that plants and trees and dinosaurs that are huge were growing all over the place. So it's constantly going to change depending on, you know, the molten core with the solid iron rolling around in there, our magnetic fields, what the sun is doing as far as output of energy. Yeah, but it's uh, never changed. The climate know, there's, is... Ne- there's different things that go on, so I don't think that man has a lot to do with it. Where the politicizing comes in is you can say, hey, if you pay me this amount of money, uh, then we won't all be dead in 10 years, but, you know, for carbon tax or whatever. So there's ways to politicize it, but our Earth is constantly going to get warmer and cooler, and there's nothing we can do about it. The... Uh- the Earth has dramatically increased in temperature since about the time fossil fuels started becoming prevalent. Well, in right, but the Earth. we've only kept records for what a couple hundred years. So no, we we've got we've got records millions of years. And so we can see the Earth has been much hotter than. How now. do you know that the Earth was ever cold then? If we haven't kept records, well, I, we can look back in time through core samples and see the Earth has been hotter than it has now, and also colder than it has. But now. you just said Whether we haven't. We're here but not. you just said we didn't keep records of that. So how can we look no, back we in time? I mean, we don't keep like a, a log record like we do now in the last hundred years or so, but we can do core samples and we can see the Earth's been covered by ice and the Earth's been so hot and full of carbon that, you know, trees and plants were able to grow that are huge. So we're going to go through those different cycles, whether humans are here or not. I mean, right. But we're, but the we cycle oil. If you want to call it a cycle that we're going through now is increased more dramatically than any of the last 10, like thousands of years, 20,000 years. But you're saying because of the, uh, the, the sun puts energy into plants through photosynthesis that gets buried. We dig that energy up and replant. We, we recast that out. You're saying that is what's causing the, the warming cycle that we're in right now. It's not a warming cycle. It's 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 a it's it's directly affected by what we're doing to the planet. Yes. 
And you think this because of what humans are doing. You don't think that ocean venting, you know, global, you know, warming gases and everything like that, that's not greater than what we've dug up and burned so far? No, because the temperature has increased more in the, like, well, we could just call it like the fossil fuel era. I'm not, I'm not saying it's just fossil fuels because it's also like cutting down massive amounts of trees and deforestation and everything encompassing that. But about the time the fossil fuel era has come come to be, the temperature has increased more rapidly than ever before in our history. Dramatically more rapidly. before in the history of what? That we've been keeping records or through anything that's happened on all, Earth that we've been able to detect or science? All of, all of the history that we can figure it out. All the history that so scientists can go back and figure out. Tomorrow, and we didn't burn any more. We didn't uh, use up any of that kinetic energy and put it back out into the atmosphere. You're saying that the Earth would go back to what? We might have already passed the tipping point where we can bring it back. That's okay, that's so the that's the and, dilemma. And what is that? Carbon in the atmosphere, or what are you talking? Yeah, I mean that's that's contributing to the the amount of warming that we're 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 seeing i mean getting that out of the atmosphere is the key there getting the carbon but, out of the but what's the conspiracy the so you're saying scientists are in a big conspiracy no I, I do believe climate is changing but there's so many forces that are greater than anything us as humans could ever affect you don't think the human play like think about how many humans are are doing things right like it's never happened before like we're obviously like expanding there's our population is growing and like we, and we're not we're not getting we're not using less 70 percent of the planet is water Okay. That leaves thirty percent of us to affect what we are doing. Have you seen us from a hundred miles above Earth? No, because we're irrelevant. The forces of the planet Earth and what it's made of, along with the sun and our moon and cycles that go along with that, cause how warm or cold we get in our atmosphere. The idea that we that have it... very little to do with it. Okay, well, I, 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 I'll back scientists in saying that we have everything to do with it. Not everything, but a well, lot to do with it. Scientists are saying that we're warming, which we are. But we have very, very little to do with how we can affect it. Okay, well, Even we'll... if we uh, shut down every carbon-producing plant tomorrow, in 100 years, we're probably still going to be warmer than we are now because we're going through that cycle. Well, we could plant some trees. And it might be a 30,000-year cycle, Rick, and eventually... The oceans will boil enough to cover the atmosphere so the sunlight doesn't get through. We will freeze them in another 30,000-year cycle, and we'll start all over again. Okay, well, we're in like There's a 100-year like cycle right now, and the temperature has increased dramat- more dramatically than it has in the last 20,000 years. But i got to let you go. Nothing, so if- nothing on our planet works in 100-year cycles. No, exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Thanks for the call, Joe. Uh, i got to take a quick break. We'll be back after this. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM, 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. You want to get in here? Uh, Bill, is it Bill? Yeah, Bill texted in. Fade that out. Carbon dioxide is needed by every green thing that grows on Earth. How can there be too much carbon dioxide? If there was less CO2, there would be fewer plants. Um, There's not enough green things, Bill. We need more green things. We keep cutting them down. That was kind of the whole deal when the uh, Amazon rainforest was burning up, right? Was it the Amazon? Uh, not, was it the Amazon? I believe so. 
I'm gonna have Alzheimer's in like a decade. Pretty sure. Pretty sure I'm not gonna remember anything. Um, I think Adam texted in. Oh, I was talking about Adam texted in too, but before before we got into a climate argument with Joe, um, I was talking about this Molson Coors. Molson Coors. I guess it's Molson Coors. I just say Coors Brewing Company. Uh, they laid off 500 workers, or they're laying off 500 workers. They're going to save 150 million dollars by taking their headquarters around the globe, making it four to two headquarters. I guess they're two headquarters. I mean, they're not headquarters, but one in North America and one in Europe. Uh, I believe the North American one will be in Chicago, but they're they're citing declining beer sales for laying off all these workers. And I just thought maybe it was uh, a product, a little bit of about you know people having microbreweries and. Adam texted in, the trend of big breweries has been on the decline since early 2010. That's why the big breweries have been buying up the small town breweries like Miller buying Ale Asylum in Madison. Thanks for that text, Adam. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Like, you know, Essentially, the, the Walmarts of breweries buying up all the mom and pop shops, right? 608-785-7914. We're going to go back to the phones. Uh, is this Robert? Yes, hi. hi. Hey, go ahead, How's Robert. Um, yeah, I just wanted to call you. You've been talking about climate change. Um, just one. Um, if you, I think, how do you get the, how do you know that the, that our planet is warming? How do you know that? Well, the scientists have told us. I mean, they can go back and, and see. <laughs> How do I know the planet is warming as compared to, like, well, said, history? Well, if you get, if you have a scientist, some scientists that are objective, um, they say in the last 50 years, our planet has only warmed one one-thousandth of a degree. Um, those are the facts. Um our planet is not warming. I mean, I don't know if you, um, that 16-year-old uh, girl that was at the United Nations, um, you know, I don't know if you know about that. She got up there and she was so terrified that within the next 10, 10 to 12 years, if we don't do anything, our planet is going to be destroyed. Um, and that is so sad for that girl because she's, she's been thought, uh, her thinking is, She's been brainwashed by the um, the Democrat left. I mean, our planet is not warming. Okay. I mean, I mean All right. and you, you know, you get on the air, maybe you should have your facts straight before you start talking about that. Because Okay. Yeah. Well, Robert, the, right. the planet you're, you're is... You're wrong. So that's all I have to say. <laughs> all right. right. Uh, Democratic left conspiracy theory that the planet is warming. Brought to you by me and a 16-year-old, Greta Thunberg. Uh, the Earth has warmed one degree Celsius, one point eight degrees Fahrenheit since the nineteenth century. Doesn't sound like a lot, kind of yeah, kind of is a lot. And uh, I think Joe, who called before, said, "Hey, this, the, the humans haven't much of an impact, and if you looked at the Earth from space, you can't even see humans. So then we can't have an impact." Uh, and then he said that you know most of the Earth is water. I think seventy percent. But a lot of this warming that we're causing is getting absorbed by the ocean. And uh, it's changing our o- ocean 
much faster than it's changing our, you know, I guess the land uh, where we're at. So, in you know, like you can look to the to things that are happening in the ocean as a little bit of a precursor to what's going to happen once we get, you know, once we as as the globe continues to warm. Uh yeah. So I, only about a minute left here. I can't, Eric. I can't take your call. Sorry. Um, but uh, tomorrow we're gonna have Brad come back in. I think maybe with uh, he's gonna hear those closing arguments for the Eric Sackett murder murder trial. So we'll see what he has to say about that. And you know the uh, Wisconsin Badgers basketball team is going to be playing a game on Friday. A game against the UW Lacrosse men's basketball team. That should be exciting. Kind of looking forward to that, despite the, you know, we kind of know the outcome. And game seven tonight. Eric wanted to know what channel. It's on Fox. World Series game seven. Max Scherzer on the mound. Former lacrosse logger. He pitched for the loggers one summer. I think 02. I think that's when 02. Uh, 02 or 2012. Now I'm getting that messed up. But former logger on the mound tonight for the Washington Nationals. Should be exciting. And the Bucks playing the Celtics. If you don't want to watch baseball, then you're going to want to listen to it. You could watch baseball and listen to basketball if you wanted. Uh, Bucks Celtics, that'll be on WKTY at 6 p.m. All right, well, we're going to do this all over. We'll see you again tomorrow with Keith Knutson from Viterbo talking about Trump.